Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, The Messenger, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville, Florida. Once again, it's on, people. On this episode, we're going to talk about dating uh, between colors, uh, dating between black and white. What are the pros and cons? Um, some of them you have heard already. I'm just going to give my perspective about dating. We talk about skin bleaching, white woman, black woman, what's the difference between those two? Which one is better? I'll go into all that marriage, all that stuff. But let's begin. Now, I'm going to call this podcast just because dating a Caucasian person won't change your reality. That goes for both men and women. Dating a Caucasian person won't, won't change your reality. I don't care if you're rich or you're poor. It's not going to change your reality. Now, you know that white supremacy is a global phenomenon. Racism is another global phenomenon. Now, white women in particular are the standard of beauty. Even though that, in retrospect, they are not. Black women used to be the standard of beauty until the 1600s. After the 1600s, 1700s, that's when white women have become, I'll say the, the 1800s, but I'll say 1700s. That's when white women become the standard of beauty around the world. That being said, you have to put everything in context. Just because you date somebody, and I hate, it made me cringe when I heard either a black woman say that or a black man say that, or I only did Becky's exclusively. I only did white women exclusively. I only did white dudes exclusively. You know, Tom and Jerry exclusively. No, you sound like a buffoon. We start... And this is why we have to love thyself. We need to love our people, men and women. And we all we got. The men got to love the woman. The women got to love the men. We need to support one each other. That being said, when it comes to relationship, nobody's perfect. There's no relationship is perfect. My imperfect, yours imperfect. You just got to have common ground among two parties. And a, a marriage, me, I think to me, it will be best for any black man to marry a black woman. This is my perspective. You may have your own and vice versa. It will be the best interest of a black woman to marry a black man because we live in a, a, a white society. The white people, like I said, when you did a, a white woman, especially a black man in particular, that's a that's an L for a lot of black and white women. And white, white women, they have a short shelf. They have a short shelf life, which means from 18 to 24... Their chef life, that's at the prime. After 24, they hit the wall. Because a lot of them, they're into drinking, into drugs. Not all of them, because I don't like to say, you know, put everybody on one pot. But you go by the love average. A lot of them into drugs, into drinking. So they don't take care of their body. You have a few, there's a, there's, there's an exception to the rule. There's a few of them that take care of themselves. You know, they can look better. They can look as good in their 30s. And then after that is plastic surgery. Let's keep it real. Most black women, most white women have plastic surgery to look good. Let's keep it real. And you have some Latinas like that. You have some black women too, unfortunately, who does that. But on average, black women have a longer chef life. If a black woman take care of health, she can look as good into her 90s. I've seen it. And you have seen it. There's black women are in the 60s that can give any 30-year-old woman a, a run for their money. Let's keep it a buck. There's white black women in the 50s that can give any 20, 30-year-old run for their money. As far as look. But 
That's why I love black women. Yes, I do. That's why, yes, I've dated, and you simp, there's a lot of simps, Jerome and, 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 and Tycoon out here, who are simping, you know, put those white women or Latina on pedestals and those so-called Asian women. Primarily white women. I don't put no white women on pedestal. Like I said, to me, I'm more attracted to sisters. And if you ask any sisters out there, they're more attracted to black men. And I met a lot of sisters from North, East, Texas, everywhere. Except on the West Coast. But I know it will be the same thing. If you ask any demographic, they won't tell you. Rich or poor, they're going to say, yeah. And this, you cannot go by what the media is... Don't go by what the media is telling you. Trust your instinct and trust your, your, your upbringing, how you was raised. And you use those and your intuition and your knowledge and you go out there and learn some new stuff. Because the media is always going to lie to you all the time. And those studies, they, they bias. Most of those studies, those case studies, I'll say 8 out of 10 are biases. I'll say, or you can say 7 out of 10 are biases. There are biases and racist impotent behind them. They're going to sway one or the other. Now, black women usually marry black men and black men marry black women. But the thing is, the media will tell you that because a few celebrities, right? Kanye West, you know, you know, Kanye is the exception. He's a celebrity. He's not the average Negro. Okay? He's a celebrity. He's a multi-billionaire now. So, of course, he have a pick of the litter. He's going to meet, he's going to meet Kim Kardashian. He's going to meet a lot of high-class white women. But a high-class or upper-middle-class white woman ain't checking for no black men. They're not checking for you. <laughs> Let's give it a buck. Even some of them, and those of us who did, who did, I've seen in my complex here, those of us who did outside our race, please go get your nice Becky that's educated and good-looking. Don't go get your fat Karen that's overweight with a muffin top. You look hideous. You, you shed on black women, and then you walking down with a big fat Karen with muffin top. You look hideous doing that. Now, if you get your nice, you know, a nice one, like a 10 or 9, now black white men go like, damn, he got a 9 or 10. He's winning. But like I said, marriage too is a business because people marriage into it, they marriage their own kind. And it's not a diss. You have to accept it. And that's something you have to tell your children. Always love yourself, love who you are. That will save you a lot of headache. That goes for both men and women. You have to love thyself. Self-love is important. And a lot of us, unfortunately, not a lot, I'll say some of us will grow up without our, our, our dad or our mothers. So things are different for us as adults, especially for the women that don't grow up with their dad. So it's a different dynamic for them. When they um, they grew up with daddy issues, you have the men that have, you know, mama's issues. Uh, they call them mama, mama boys, mama's boys. So you heard the term already. So that being said, a marriage... Stop putting Caucasian women on pedestal because, in retrospect, they're not really the standard. It is we have been fooled by the media that put those people as the standard because white women are, they have a short shelf life. Have you seen any white women in their 30s and the 40s? They look hideous. We're not talking about celebrities; those Instagram models. We can exclude them. Most of them too, they have surgeries. Let's keep it a buck. Most of those Instagram models that's Caucasian, some of them are Latinas, and you have some of our sisters. A lot of them, not all, not all, but a lot of them have plastic surgery. So only a few of them 
maybe five percent of them that, that have natural bodies. So you have to be, keep that in and and you have to keep that in mind. Like I said, I'm not here to critique you if you're married to a Caucasian male or if you're married to a Caucasian woman. That's your prerogative. That's your choice. I respect that. But however, don't ever diminish your people as far as the woman, the black woman. We all came from a black woman. Let's keep it a buck now. Myself included, yourself included, we all came from a black woman. White people themselves, they came from black women. So that being said, the black woman is the mother of the planet. So... Everybody come out of her room. So she needs that respect. I know that the media like to promote this whole ratchet behavior. And most black women don't behave like that. I know that's a false narrative that the media like to create. All black women are ratchet. And you have a lot of Becky that's ratchet too. You have a lot of Beckys that have um, that have attitude out here. They're at your job. They live in your neighborhood. They'd they be the first one to call the cops on you. You have a lot of those Beckys who are racist as fuck. A lot of Karen. You know, you know those, you've seen the Karen, you've seen a lot of Karen are racist as fuck. So that being said, and they love black cocks, okay? Let's keep it a buck. They love the black cock. That's why they will sneak out on their own husband. Now, in, in college, in high school, a lot of them, they like to throw the box around, which means they like to have sex with different guys. So once they graduate college, they want to, you know, they want to save themselves to get married. That's the difference between black women and black uh, or white women. Uh, black women sometimes they have a tendency of taking that same college behavior to their adulthood. They still want to party into their 40s. I'm not saying Karen doesn't do that. You have Karens out there who does that. But on average, once they get out of college, they, they, they confine themselves. They find a man and they settle down. Now the sisters, because they find the trend, they follow, like, women in general like to follow trend more than men. They like to follow what's going on in the media, whether it's fashion, Whatever it is, whatever you got to do with um, style, makeup, they like to fi- dating, whatever that's trending, that's what they're gonna follow, and that's that's where you that's where you catch the L. That's why a lot of you guys can't catch the L's out here because you guys in your forties, you're still not married, you still have you many have many of you have three baby daddies, some of you got two baby baby daddies. I'm not here to judge, I'm not judging you, but I'm just saying. Once you get to that one baby daddy, two baby daddy is gone too much. And you're single, and there's a lot of stress on your body. Now, when it comes to uh, weight, me, when it comes to sisters, I put them three, and they are, I think it's four category. You have slims, slim, you have thin, slim, thick, thick, and country thick. Um, country thick or uh, big bone is like, Big bone, they're like way overweight. Now, you have some women, they built big. That doesn't mean they, they're unhealthy. That's how they built. But, you know, and if you're fat, ladies, just admit it, you're fat. <laughs> okay, don't say you're thick when you're fat. Let's keep it a buck. You're delusional when you say that. And when you wear a wig, that's not your wig. Just be honest with you. Hey, John, that's not my wig. Yeah, that's a wig. We know a wig when it's, and from your natural. And then that's why I like a woman in a natural state. You look a hundred times better in natural state. That's why you got to nourish your body. You got to nourish your hair. You got to nourish what you eat. And so your hair can be strong and, 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 and vibrant. So a lot of, and then it, it's kind of crazy. You, you buying hair, your hair is your crown. I spoke about this before. Your hair is your crown. So when you wear, you know, Indian, Hindu's hair, uh, European wig, Chinese wig, Brazilian wig, whatever that is, you put that in your head. You wear another woman's crown. 
It's like me walking around with fake penis. You're like, what the hell? Johnny's crazy. You work on a fake penis or fake beer or fake dreads. You're going to clown my ass. You're like, this nigga ain't real. He got fake beer, fake dreads. You're going to clown me. And that's how you look when you go out the door. This is why I like dreadlocks, fro, and twist. If you have your hair, if you have an afro, cool. I'm cool with that. Dreads, I'm cool with dreads. Twist, I'm cool with twist. As long as you look manageable and nice and neat. And same thing for the men. You guys stop putting other race on a pedestal because those same people, those same race you're dating, they, they like white men. Whether it's Asian woman, whether it's Becky, you know, Becky, she's going to prefer a white man because her family, if she take you to her family, they're not going to like you. Let's keep it a bug. Whether you have money or you don't have money, they're not going to like you because you're a black man. You have to live, see, you got to get out the matrix. You have to live within reality because marriage is a business because white people are the standard. White beauty is the same. When there's a white man, they always want to promote the white man as the, the most handsome man in the world, which is they ain't the most handsome man in the world. Let's get shit a buck. The white woman is not the most beautiful woman in the world, but that's how they promote them. They promote this El Blanco narrative. So, of course, they're going to make them the standard and you got to peep game. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to hit to police you. If you want to get some Beckys and, you know, have fun with them. And I, I, have, I have used them myself. I'm not going to be delusional. And say, oh, yeah, but she liked me because of. There's a many reason why Becky like you. If you have money, she might like you because you got money or you got swag. There's a many reason. But when it comes to marriage, nine out of ten white women, gonna, they rather marry a white man. Because their family gonna be more acceptable for them to marry a white man than marry a black man or other uh, ethnic group, because it's, it it goes with the the narrative, the mindset that they will grow up. And a lot of these people, women, they're coming from racist background, primarily from their fathers. That's how a lot of them too. Some of them have some resentment against their fathers. They will go out. They will do it purposely. They'll go out behind their fathers and go sleep with a guy just to piss them off. And I've seen this happen. And you have seen it happen. Whether they're in high school, in college, or they whether they're married. You have some people also despiteful. They'll cheat on their husband with a black man just to piss off their husband. And you know those white guys, they go nuts. When you fuck a nigga, they'll go crazy. And they can't even kill her for doing that shit. So that's what I'm saying. You have to understand what you're against up. Because you've seen a lot of video about it. And here's another disclaimer. Those guys who go in, the, in the, those young simps that go to the mall, ask a white woman, oh, who you like? Do you like dude? They black dudes? Dude, bro, you're making yourself looking like an oxymoron. Don't do that. That's not cool. That's not sexy. Do not go to any white woman or Becky's or don't tell them that do they like black men which we like no now they may have fantasies about black men sexually fantasies they will keep that to themselves and then sometimes they'll be upfront they're like yeah I fantasize about black men but they're not gonna marry you they might wanna have sex with you you know ride your knob now you have some who grew up around black people and then they, they, they're the whole that, you know they grew up with black people they may have a different perspective and those white women, they only they are lower class white people. 
So they grew up around black people, so they're gonna have a preference towards black men because they they grew up around them. So they, their preference is gonna be mostly in the South. You see that in the South, very prominent. So they're gonna have a preference for black men. Now, if they grew up in the middle, upper middle class, nah, nine out of ten of them, they will prefer to be with a white man. So for them, dating a black man, that's a downsizing. That's a that's a that's an L for them. You know, dating or they cannot bring those people around their family or friends. So a lot of their family going to front, even though if that white black men have lots of money, they're still going to frown upon it. Unless they might, they, they might say, you know what, honey, he got a lot of money. He's famous. Hey, marriage is a business. Get married with him and get, take him to. That's why a lot of them, when they marry those athletes, guess what they do? They divorce them and take all that set of, I'm not saying sister doesn't do that. You have sisters who does that too. But most white women and Latinos uh, women, they do that shit. They will marry you and then they will take they will divorce you and take all your money. A lot of brothers they, they feel this reality because they they under this delusion that I'm good looking, I got money. Yes, you can get whatever you want, but when it comes to marriage, they're gonna take you to the cleaners. And sisters, and you can say what you want to say about sisters. I'll say eight out of ten won't take you to the cleaners if you if you play your cards right. They're not gonna take you to the cleaners. They're gonna work things out with you. But a Becky, an Asian woman who don't know your culture, she gonna take you to the fucking cleaners. They're gonna take you to your cleaners. Especially a Becky. She will take you to the cleaners, take all your money. All your fucking money. So you have to be aware of that. This is why. Dating a Caucasian person will not change your won't change your reality as a black person, whether you're a black man or black woman. So that's why I cringe. I really cringe when uh, a black men say I only date Becky's, you know, exclusively date Becky's. Um, like a, a white woman say I only date white dudes. I'm like, lady, you are you delusional? What's wrong with your brain? I get it. You 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 want some black some white cock every now and then? I get it. But don't just tell me that you just want to date white dude. And if you look, ask any sisters throughout this country, what is their preference, their dating preference? They'll say, I want to date a brother. Straight up and down, that's what they're going. That's my experience with sisters. Most of them, I'll say 90% of them going to say, I want a brother. I want to date a brother. And some brothers are too. They want to date sisters. Now the media, they'll pick like a, a few athletes and celebrities or singers that date Becky's or who are married to Becky's and they make you think that that's the norm. That's not the norm. That's just a 1% or 2% of the population. That is not the norm around the country. So everybody date within their group, but there's Hindus, Hispanic, and those white Hispanic, you know, you, and they, you already know how they are. They believe in that El Blanco. So you already know what time it is when you date them. I'm not saying all of them think like that, but we're just going by the law of average. And the law of average are proving me right once again. So when you're dating outside your race, be mindful of those things. Because dating somebody outside your race do not change your reality as a black person. Whether you're rich or poor, whether you're educated or non-educated, it does not change your reality. We all, when we step out of our house, I know black is a color and a status. Let's keep it. White is a color and a status. Let's keep it a buck. But once you work at your house or your apartment, 
Or when you get out your car, when they look at you, they say, hey, that's a black person. So society is going to treat you different. Now, if you're a celebrity, yeah, you're going to get some special treatment because you're a celebrity. Of course, you're going to get special treatment wherever you go. But as an average black person, no, you're not going to get no special treatment. You're not an average white person, yes, but an average black person is not going to get special treatment. You're going to fight for everything that you own. And you already know what I'm talking about. Whether you live in the United States, England, France, Germany, wherever you live in Europe and South America, Central America, that's what you're going to get. Because they have made the white woman the standard of beauty. But you know the white woman have a short self life. From 17 to 25, I'll say to 24, that's it. That's the prime. After 24, they hit the wall because a lot of them doing drugs. They drink a lot of alcohol. So their body already, genetically, they're not that strong. So if they're not working out, they're not eating healthy, I'll say, I'll give them to 27. But I'll say by 24, they hit the wall. So that's why a lot of them, you know, you saw them in high school, they were looking sexy and good looking. By the time they leave high school, they look crazy Look, They look crazy. By the time they leave college, if they don't settle down with a man, they're out there throwing their boxes around, they look hideous. So black women, in retrospect, have a longer shelf life. Now, if she take care of her health, oh, my God, the sky's the limit. If she's working out, she's eating healthy, the sky's the limit for the black woman. But I'm talking about the average sister. She have a longer shelf life. That's why I only mess with sisters exclusively. Now, I, I dip and double here and there, but I'm only seeing sisters. Because I know the media, like, yeah, some of us, yeah, they ratchet, they have attitude. Hey, that's, most women have attitude. Asian women have attitude. European women have attitude. And black women have attitude. It's a woman thing. All women have attitude. So they like to create this false narrative. It's only black women that act ratchet. White women act ratchet too. You work with them, and you work with them, you have them in your job, you have them in your neighborhood. Now, they may appear to be more feminine because that because they, they, they change the narrative. Because the media like to tell you white women are more feminine than black women. Eh, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Don't fall for that hooky-doke. Okay? Now, because we don't have no constitution, we, we don't have no ownership, because we're at the bottom of the totem pole, of course, when, you, when they're looking at us, they look at us bad. They look down on us. This is why we, have, we, we all we got. This is why it is imperative for us to come together as a collective and build our community and raise our children. That is why we have to come together. You see, the feminist movement was a farce. I repeat, the feminist movement was a farce. It destroyed the black community as a whole, and the crack epidemic. Those two main factors, and you say religion number one, you can say religion, but I'm going to say after religion, there are two main factors. Number After religion will be the feminist movement, because a lot of those white women, they was talking, they was dropping seeds in the, the, woman, uh, the black woman's mind. Oh yeah, you can be independent, you don't have to depend on your man. That's a lie, that's the biggest lie in the book. It's a partnership. Of course, you got to rely on your man. I'm not saying don't be independent intellectually or mentally, but it's a partnership. 
when you marry is a partnership is what is is not 50 50s you got to give 100% he got to give 100% don't get this thing misconstrued don't get it twisted you must give 100% of yourself to your partner and this is why we must love ourselves before we get engaged into any relationship we must you must love yourself you must take care of yourself mentally spiritually financially take care of yourself and i'm not saying everything going to be peaches and cream you just have to have common ground. That's all, common ground. But the the fact that to put a white woman above a black woman, nah, you can't do that. Uh, you can't do that because that's a false narrative. Because the media like to think they show you that it's Becky, a black woman are better. No, they're not. They appears to be better, but I've dealt with them. They're not better. And those black simp, Taiwan, you know what I'm talking about? Those those Shaquan, those simps. Who goes through in those DM be gassing those white women on Instagram? They're not looking for you, brother. They don't want to be with you. Now they might they might want some cock. Who knows? But they ain't fucking with you like that. They cannot take you to their parents. Are you crazy? Are you delusional? They're not gonna take you to their parents. And their their parents not gonna go for that for that hokey dog. They ain't going for it. And I've dated white women. They have told me that, John, you're a nice guy, but I couldn't take you to my family. And I didn't bend out of shape. I peeped game. I accepted it because that's the reality. When you're dating somebody outside your race, nine or ten times their family not gonna go for it. So can you imagine you having children with that person? Can you imagine the stress that's gonna be on you as a man, as a parent, and the children you're gonna bear with that person? Can you imagine the stress? Life is already stressful as it is. I don't need that stress. I'm not saying those of you who marry Caucasian women or Caucasian men, I'm not telling you to go get a divorce. I'm not telling you to abandon. I'm not telling you to do nothing. That's your choice. You got to live with your choice. This is your choice. This is your prerogative. But I'm just saying the society as a whole, love is blind, but the society is not blind, Okay. Love is colorblind, but society is not colorblind. Let's keep that in perspective. Love is blind, but society is not blind. So that being said, on that note, we must love on each other. We must love the black woman. The black woman must love the black men. It is imperative that we show love towards each other because when you argue, you want to get both perspectives. You want a male perspective and and a female perspective. That's why I make it in, in sequence, the yin and the yang, the negative and the positive. That's why I'm making it, everything uh, move. So you have to get both opinion. Now the whole I know Steve Harvey had a book years ago, five years ago, um, how to be a man. You know, I, I, I think like a man. How you know that buffoonery? Think you know, act like a woman, think like a man. Whatever shit he was talking about. Don't fall for that hooky though. That's another social engineering. That's another social engineering. Think like a man, act like... What? what? A woman cannot think like a man. She's not a man. She's a woman. What kind of buffoonery is that? And Steve Harvey, no, I'm not hating on him. You simple-minded Negroes say, oh, John, why you hate on Steve Harvey? I'm not hating on that brother. But that is a false narrative to tell women to think like a man. She cannot. She's not a man. She cannot think like a man. I cannot think like a woman. I'm not a woman. 
I don't have PMS. I don't know what that shit is. I, I don't give birth to children. I don't know. I can sympathize with them, but I can relate. I don't have those problems. So how you gonna tell me how to think like a woman? I can't think like a woman. I only can think like a man. So stop selling these people uh, this false hope and false dream. Now, black men, let me address you too. Stop putting those bad keys on the pedestal. It is detrimental to your health. And you have seen it across the board, whether it's um, the average Joe or celebrities. Those white Beckys, they have a they have a short shelf life, and when they get to the mid twenties and the in the early thirties, that shit is it's game over, and then they're gonna start doing surgeries. That is the next step, the next frontier. They're going to surgeries. You have some Latinos like that too. They're going to surgeries to look good, to keep up the image. But black women have a longer shelf life, bar none. And we're not talking about we're not talking about black women that's in the gym every other day. Who talking about average, <laughs> average black women? We talking about your Shaniquas, your your your, your Shawandas. We talking about those average black women. So imagine those black women that go to the gym twice a week. Their chef life is is impeccable. They have, they can be looking good in the 80s. And you have seen videos, you have seen pictures. On social media that show you how how good the black women look especially aborigines american <laughs> aborigines american especially us in the caribbean island so we just gotta change our diet we gotta eat more healthy we must eat more healthy and that goes for the men to allow you men out here looking crusty not taking care of your health you got a big fat belly walking around think you're the shit you're not the shit You'll never be the shit. So we have to take care of our spiritual health because with this pandemic, there's a lot of crazy shit going to go down the pipeline come this year. Um, like I said, I will name this podcast, Dating a Caucasian don't, won't change your reality as a black person. So this is what I'm saying is, you know, I barely do um, podcasts on relationships since uh, I was listening to another interview. I had to say, when it comes to the week, now, I know some people, they have cancer. Some people are models or actresses. I get it. But a woman not supposed to be a wig all the time. You should stay natural. This is why my advice to every black woman on this podcast, go natural. I know you might say, oh, John, it's, it's a lot of work. No, it's not. You're just being lazy. You're just being lazy. Take care of your, your hair. Your hair is your crown. You know, you must take care of your hair. This is, not, this is not me dissing you or critiquing you. I'm just saying love yourself. Love yourself for who you are. If God wants you to be white, he wouldn't make you white. He make you black, so love who you are. All your crusty, know everything about yourself. Your ashy feet, your hair, and your hair is not ha- nappy, by the way. Your hair is wooly. You have wooly textured hair. All this nappy bull crap y'all be talking about is buffonery. Your hair is wooly. I go to the department store, ask, ask how much does a wool coat cost. It's very expensive. Ask how much a, a wool jacket, a wool suit costs for the men. Very expensive. It's not cheap. So you got a wooly texture hair. The hair is not nappy. White people have fur. So their hair texture is furry. They say it's straight, but it's more like fur. That's why when they die, their the, the, the hair go, is the first thing to go. 
So like that being said, genetically, we are much stronger, most powerful. But economically, we are at the bottom of the totem pole. So we need to raise our standard to a higher standard so that way we can rule as kings and queens around the world. Once again, check me on Instagram. That's copper colored American. Copper underscore colored underscore American, all lowercase letters. Or you can follow me on Twitter, John Rosenberg, or you can follow me on Facebook. Like I said, my objective for this podcast is to reach 1 million people per day or per week. That's my objective for this year. So help me reach 1 million listeners around the world. Shout out to London, Le Parisier, France. Shout out to France. Shout out to Haiti, Dominican Republic. Shout out to the United States for supporting this podcast. I love you guys. You guys support this podcast from the beginning. I must give you credit. So shout out to all um, Canada, Japan, China, Nigeria, South Africa, Colombia, Chile, Argentina, (laughs) Mexico, um, Guatemala, Nicaragua. Uh, I'll give everybody a shout out. Russia. I didn't forget Russia. Shout out to Russia. And shout out to Italia. Italia, shout out to you. So once again, shout out to Spain. Shout out to Portugal. One love. Take care.